folks what's happening it is uh april 25th seems like this seems like april is lasting longer than some of the other months maybe it's just me but uh, what's happening everybody how's we, how we doing out there eh? how we doing on your monday eh? let's see let's see who's out there what are we talking about here hi what's going on ryan that's right we got eric singing as per usual we got matia who's got to go to bed early this uh week Get some sleep. See you next week. Sure. We got Nighthawk here. Hi. Nighthawk. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Selena. Happy birthday to you. Disneyland dude. <coughs> Do you guys believe there's a three hour and 26 minute R rated cut of the Batman? Um, I would love to believe. I want to believe. You know? Right? Does it exist? I'm sure it does. I thought there was supposed to be like a four-hour version, too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. What's going on, Jesse? How you doing? All right, we got Mr. Pretty Fly for a Filipino guy. Good to see you. J.D. McRae. Eric Patterson. That's right. We got here. Dear Jason, what's going on, buddy? We got Jose right there. Happy freaking Monday. Happy end of Monday, we should say. No, we're going to say happy end of Monday. What's going on, Niner for Life? All right. Birthday to Selena. Howdy, 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 Stephanie. Good to see you too. Oh, crap. Where are we at here? It just jumps. Why does it jump like that? I don't know why it does that. We got to get a girl also here. We got Catman 6. Good to see you. Zed. All right. Nathan, what's going on? David, David Chat. Been a while. It's been a while. There you go. Well, hopefully, you'll enjoy yourself. You'll enjoy yourself. Let's see who else we got. Uh, yeah, there you go. Hey, when it's somebody's birthday, you know, I'll, I'll sing them a little song. Why not? You know, with my, I pretend like I know how to sing. You know, so we got Cat here too as well. What is going on? All right, that's pretty much it. All right, welcome guys to Film Junkie Live. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. I know the angle looks a little different. I did push my camera back a little bit, so that way you don't see all the nose hairs. Yeah, you know, I just felt like the camera was like, always felt like it was a little too close, like right over here. So then I kind of moved it over here. So hopefully uh, it's not too much of a, you know, whatever. And you can actually see like the shirt somewhere. And look, look, got a new shirt. Um, you know, it's funny. Learn to play games. Why not? You know, I wanted a saw shirt. Why not? Looks better, right? All right, good. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Disney. Yeah, I just thought it was like a little too close. You know, I thought we were a little too intimate. You know, we'll save all the intimacy when I start my OnlyFans. Anyways, so, okay. Hopefully you guys had a good uh, weekend and everything. I had a great weekend. And, um, yeah, we'll be talking about the Batman, of course, and some numbers. And I know it's Samba TV, guys. I know it's Samba TV, and a lot of people don't like Samba TV. Why? Because usually Samba TV doesn't work in their favor. <laughs> That's usually the way, the reason why. But sadly, when it comes to streaming services, they don't exactly release the numbers full on. So 
we got some new numbers and you know let's talk about where we'll be talking about of course where the batman ranks which i'm sure you guys already see it but of course i want to talk about other things too when it comes to sama tv and when it comes to where everything's going and of course there's some articles too when it comes to hbo max which uh happened over the weekend which we'll be talking about as well so doing that and then of course we'll be updating about ezra miller because yes it's getting more interesting there's somebody that has come out uh another you know somebody that ezra was in a relationship with has come out and kind of just said he's an abuser so we're going to talk about that i thought about that being the main topic of the show because there is a lot there but yeah there's gonna be a lot to a lot to go over when it comes to that a lot of things that i've heard personally and other things like that so we'll be doing that and then of course we'll catch up on johnny depp and amber heard that's been interesting as well i'm not going to go too in deep with that you know in depth with that because there's just so much there, but we're going to talk about the main topics. And then we're going to talk about Bill Murray. Apparently, apparently Bill Murray is being a little inappropriate on a movie set, right, uh, that he's filming right now. So we're going to talk about that. Jeez. It's like, no, please, not Bill Murray. Let's not throw him. Let's not cast him out into the into the cornfield. Please, Bill. But but then again, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ezra, Ezra, Ezra. But I'm hope, hopefully some of the things that we'll talk about could uh well you know and more is going to be coming out too so hopefully i can switch it around where we can kind of just go okay maybe it's not as bad as it seems but yeah we'll go over all that so quite a show you know the monday shows are always hefty 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 so we'll go ahead and uh let's get to these tweets let's get to the tweets all right whoops there we go all right let's get to the tweets oh not that here we go Forgot to turn that off. Anyways, all right. So, so speaking of the Batman, I mean, obviously you want to see the transformation of uh, of, uh, of Colin Farrell right here. I mean, obviously they do like uh, we've seen these before. The transformation of of Colin Farrell turning into the obviously they it took four hours to at first to put on all this makeup, and then they kind of condense it down to two hours. Which thank God, man, because I mean he's going to be doing his own series, so. To be in that chair, be in that makeup chair for four hours a day, that's going to be a pain in the ass. But, uh, yeah, a little bonus right there. Always cool to see that kind of stuff. I tell you what, the Batman, totally going to be, totally going to be getting nominated for Best Makeup. There's no way it doesn't. And then speaking of more uh, Batman uh, stuff, we got uh, the camera test that we saw, what, t- over two years ago? I still remember when uh, this, this came about. But, yeah, I remember when we saw the camera test of Robert Pattinson as Batman right here. And uh, the first time we actually saw the costume and everything, I tell you what, those pants look comfortable, even the, even with all the stuff that's attached to it. Um, you better believe that they uh, th- those are pretty comfy pants. Everything else is probably not so comfy, but what can you do? And yeah, I love how Zoe Kravitz comes in there and she's just kind of going, "Look at you, look at you." And then Matt Reeves is like, "This is ridiculous. I can't believe we're doing this." So good stuff right there. You gotta love that behind the scenes stuff. And uh, Florence Pew, 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 and Austin Butler are confirmed to star in Dune Part 2. They will portray Princess Aurelan in Food Feud Ratha. Yeah, you know, I, I, I have difficulties with the names of Dune. And by the way, guys, I don't have my Monday wine today. I actually poured a, a vodka seltzer, you know, so I, I, I wanted something a little kind of refreshing. So cheers. Ah. Love me some, uh, well, not a seltzer, a, a spritzer, I should say. But, yeah, sparkling water and vodka. Anyway, so, yeah, I guess it's confirmed now um, that they're going to be in uh, Dune Part 2. 
kind of interest. I'm interested in that biopic with Elvis. I'm interested with that biopic with Elvis and, uh, you know, that he's going to be in and see. It looks pretty good, so I'll be catching that for sure. We've got a new promotional banner for, for of course, Obi-Wan, Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it features, of course, Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi. So they're really going to be pushed. I mean, obviously, when it comes to the marketing, marketing of Obi-Wan Kenobi, of course, they're going to be pushing the whole uh, another showdown, uh, a, re, a rematch, I guess you could say, between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan before they get the, the rematch again later when in New Hope, right? So they're going to be pushing that a lot. That's for damn sure. And like I said, look at what's happening right here, guys. Priya Dagra. So that's how you say her name. Probably not. But uh, promoted to Warner Brothers Discovery EMEA head as uh, Gerhard uh, Zeller sets uh, out international team. So remember her? She's the one that said that uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League was a global phenomenon. So that's who that is. Remember, guys, remember that video? I think it's her, right? It should be. But anyways, so it says Warner Brothers Discovery International president, uh, Mr. Zeller, um, has unveiled his key post-merger leadership team with Priya Dagra, Degra, previously head of Warner Media Europe, Middle East, and Africa and Asia, ex uh, excluding China among those getting promotion. So she got a nice little promotion. So, hey, there you go. There you go. I mean, she is the one that was, like, promoting that. I mean, the fact that she said that, we all were like, yes, thank you for actually saying that it was a global phenomenon. Yes, it definitely was. So you can always put that little subtitle for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Global phenomenon. Congratulations. They're making moves, man. They're making moves. Colin Trevorrow tweeting out some dinosaur sightings. We got a map right here for Jurassic World. I like it. I'm liking the marketing. We got a new, uh, he's a digger. That's right. Remember that line in the first one? In the first uh, Justice, uh, Justice, the first Jurassic Park? That he's just a digger, you know? Talking about Grant, Dr. Grant. So that's a pretty cool poster right there. We got all that stuff. Hey, we got a full-on figure of, of Barry Keegan's uh, Joker right here. I would like to have this. Looks pretty damn cool. So, yeah, we got full on from, uh, what is this, the custom figure right here. Look at that. Look at that. That's just so fucking creepy, man. Jesus Christ. That is so creepy. Dalanan Karan? Kirin? Kirin? Making this. But look at how freaking creepy that shit is. My God. I want more interaction. I, sh I was, uh, I, you know, I showed, uh, I showed, um, my brother, the uh, deleted scene yesterday, he hadn't seen it yet, and he was like, wow. Um, yeah, that deleted scene is definitely something else. But it's just funny because it, it plays out so much like a post credit scene, even though it's like right in the middle of the da damn movie. But I, I wish they would have actually a cut of the movie that has that scene put back in. I want to actually see that play within the, the entire movie, not just have it as an extra. But, you know, what can you do? What could he do? And then just to uh, add to more of this stuff right here when it comes to HBO Max, HBO Max and HBO grew to 76.8 million global subs, including including 48.6 million in the U.S. as of March 31st. So there you go. More things happening. Good things, especially with Netflix kind of going and losing out on things. HBO Max. Yes, let's see right here. Warner Media's profit has hit 
uh, was hit by streaming investments as telecom giant AT&T, led by John Stanky, still a very funny name. Is he Stanky? Posted its first results since the close of the mega deal that created Warner Brothers Discovery, HBO and HBO Max streaming service, ended March with 76.8 million global subscribers, an increase of 3 million after hitting 73.8 subscribers as of the end of 2021. Telcom giant AT&T disclosed the user gains, which marked a contrast to Netflix's subscriber loss in the first quarter that led Wall Street analysts to reassess their stance on the stock and also dragged down arrivals on Wednesday in reporting the first quarter financials Thursday, its first earnings update since spinning off entertainment unit Warner Media earlier this month to merge with Discovery. So yeah, I'm telling you, HBO Max, it's, go, it's just going to go up and up and up. I think we're in good hands here. We're going to get some good shit on there. We're already getting good shit on there, but so just seeing some good things happening with HBO and HBO Max. I just think, I just wish that everything can be hbo max now so then it's you don't have to decipher like what is what and what which is which which we'll talk about again when it comes to the numbers that we'll be talking about so uh you know a little wordle time uh, that one was uh, that one took some time because wow yeah that one did take some time yeah where's the noir version i want to see a black and white version of the batman anybody else anybody else down for a black and white version of the batman i am i am I'm very proud of this thumbnail, by the way. Remember when we talked about Fast X? And I made, of course, the uh, very obvious and dumb joke that the X-Men are going to show up in there. So I naturally made a thumbnail where Vin Diesel is uh, Professor X. So I was proud of that thumbnail. That's right. Sometimes I have fun with Photoshop. Sometimes I actually have fun with Photoshop. Chris Wong Swenson, look at this. I mean, he was, uh, he was, on, <laughs> he was on vacation uh, over the weekend, and uh, I was glad he stopped by the vodka stream on Friday. It was good to see Chris and talk to Chris. But it's just funny because, you know, Mr. Krypton Cage, of course, said, watch out, Chris, and he has a chair right there, which we all know what that is indicating. I laughed a little too hard at that. So, Casey, if you're out there, good job with that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like a chair just flying in there. He, there's also another one that I think Mr. Alex Lobo did that showed Godzilla rising up in the sea. People were having some fun with uh, with Swenson's um, vacation pictures. And then this is stupid, but we all knew that this was going to be the case. And apparently it's not because of the slap, but apparently, according to what's on Netflix, the sequel to uh, the Bright movie, of course, starring Will Smith, and that was directed by David Ayer, is uh, no longer in development at Netflix. Yeah, Netflix, first off, they suck when it comes to getting the content out there. I mean, it, it does kind of suck the fact that Netflix is kind of going through whatever it's going through right now and you know the stock going down and people dropping off and everything right before i mean like right as zach was like getting into his his new universe that he's uh doing right now but uh, i mean this was in development hell forever and apparently according to what they're saying it's not because of the slap or anything but i mean who knows who knows but at the same time it wasn't like this was going anywhere anyways. I think it has to do with what's his name? Mr. Landis being a piece of shit. Maybe it had something to do with that because, you know, Max Landis wrote the first one. And, uh, well, that guy's just a piece of shit. He really is. I've actually had a back and forth with him on Twitter. Big time fucking asshole. Yeah. Anyways, that was a while ago. I think he blocked me shortly after that because he's a pussy. Anyways, sorry. 
hey, look at this. What would you like to see? This right here. Now, I just appreciate Ellie Art, L-E-J Art. It's a very good piece of art right here of Oscar Isaac as Two-Face. Absolutely love it. Looks deranged. Looks really awesome. I, for one, as much as I would, I could see in Oscar Isaac playing a Harvey Dent, I wouldn't. I have my own little idea for something. I have a, and I'm gonna put it in a video one of these days. I just gotta sit down and actually write the thing and do it. It's gonna take some time because I want it to be like one of those, like, hey, let's uh, actually talk about this, not not something like this. Um, I mean, I think when it comes to Oscar Isaac, he'd be perfect, but at the same time, I think they would go somewhere different when it comes to uh, when it comes to Two Face. But I just thought this art was really cool from Lej Art right there. So I like it. No, he's my moon. Yeah, I know. See, he's already he's already over on the other side. So I mean, uh, we're not gonna, you know, it's it's not a big deal. Anyways, hey, remember this? Remember back in 2014 when people thought that what's his name right here? I forgot his name. Um, was the Flash, and they thought because he was wearing the uh, the green socks that that's yeah that indicated that he was Flash. You guys remember this? Uh, I do. Pepperidge Farms. Pepperidge Farms remembers. Um, yeah, I remember when the BBS set images were starting to come out and things uh, were coming out, and a lot of people thought that uh, Mr. McNary right here was uh, was the Flash. And then, of course, I was like, what are you guys thinking? I'm like, and I literally, I remember that. I'm like, do you guys think that the Flash is going to be running like the fucking Roadrunner? <laughs> I mean, it's like, is that why you would have, like, the <laughs> it was just kind of funny. I'm like, no, that's obviously somebody that probably has no legs, and sure enough, there was that exact thing. You know, I just immediately thought of uh, Forrest Gump and the way that they uh, they took out his legs for uh, Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant Dan Oscar, you know, you got new legs. Yeah. So it was just kind of funny. I just remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. I remember those green socks, cat. Yeah, that was that was good times. Good times. Uh, I like this right here. Instead of remaking great movies, they should remake bad movies that were based on good stories but did not meet expectations. I kind of like this idea because how many times, guys, have you seen a bad movie that had a very good plot? Okay? That just happens. But instead, you know, but obviously when those movies don't work, they don't ever want to touch them again. And they keep on wanting to re remake all the good ideas. But, I mean, why not take a bad idea and make it good, you know? Because there's been many times where I've watched a movie and went, man, imagine this idea in the hands of so-and-so, you know? I don't know. I just saw that over the week, and I thought, yeah, I kind of like that. I kind of well, Actually, that was on Thursday. That was on Thursday. Of course, I saw the massive talent, uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent which was great, and uh, it was also, it was uh, Nicolas Cage's birthday, Nicolas Cage, Jack Nicholson's birthday over the weekend. And then we got the, uh, we got an SF, we got an SFX explosion that happened, and Mr. Sonny P. Lewis right here posted this on Instagram. He said, I just witnessed the biggest SFX explosion ever, best day of my life. So obviously this is from the set of Rebel Moon, practical effects. You know, Zach likes to do that shit. And apparently there was a very awesome, big, huge explosion that this guy absolutely loved. So, Zach, come on, invite me to the set, please. Mm, why not? I thought this was great right here. Somebody made this art, this art by Gabriel Sorez, uh, showing the different uh, six different characters played by Jim Carrey, which, of course, is Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, Lloyd, uh, the Grinch, the Riddler, and then of course, um, and then of course, uh, from Sonic, uh, Egg Eggman. 
Yeah, so pretty good stuff right there. And then we got a new Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Um, the Multiverse of Madness official poster right here from Boss Logic, which looks really good. And then Total Film had uh, Mr. Obi-Wan Kenobi on the on the cover right there, which he looks great. And even an up-close look at his lightsaber. Look at that beautiful thing. So phallic. What? Just kidding. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, poor David F. Sandberg. I wish Shazam 2 had less competition, yeah. You could tell that Sandberg is not, he wasn't happy when, when they moved Shazam to uh, December to go up against, uh, to go up against, Avatar 2? Yeah, he wasn't too happy about that, but what can he do, man? Uh, and Bemby made this art right here of uh, 89 Batman, which you got to love that. Got to love that logo. Hey, look at this. We got some set photos. Mr. Uh, yeah, we got Craven right here, Mr. Aaron uh, Taylor Johnson, right? That's his name. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Is it? I was thinking of what's his name, Jonathan Taylor. What is it? Whatever from uh, Home Improvement. Anyway, so yeah, we got Mr. Aaron Taylor Johnson right here from the Craven set. Our first look at what he's looking like. Of course, looks very uh, Aaron Taylor Johnsony. And uh, yeah, there he is in a nice shirt. Of course, he's got some kind of what tiger tooth or something as a as a necklace. It's gonna be interesting. I'm like, what is, what exactly is his attire gonna be? when it comes to uh, the full-on costume. But right now, I mean, I mean, when these all came out, I just saw a bunch of uh, swooning on my timeline, of course, because, you know, he's a hunky-dory dude, I guess. Um, yeah, he's a good-looking dude. <laughs> but, yeah, so there's some first image jigs of him, I guess you could say. Um, going to be interesting, though, because after seeing Morbius and even Venom and the fact that this takes place in that world, it's just there's a lot. I'm, I'm just already thinking that it's already going to probably be a shit sandwich. I don't know about you guys. I don't really have trust in what Sony exactly is doing when it comes to these villain movies. I would like to, to, to see this movie succeed because, well, it's not like Venom hasn't succeeded, but it just seems like, you know, it just they keep on trying to condense these movies into as a low runtime as much as possible. But, you know, and this is such a unique character that nobody really knows about. You know, the general audience isn't going to know who Craven is. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But what can he do? Looks like he belongs in a porno. I know, right? I mean, some people would, uh, yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, that's who I was thinking about. I don't know. I was starting to think because of the Taylor, right? Taylor Johnson. But, um, yeah. So there you go. That's what he looks like. We'll see what happens with that. So. And, yes, I didn't see The Northman on Friday, but I'm going to see it this Thursday. So, yeah, I suck. Uh, this is pretty cool right here. I kind of like this one, Bob. Leave it. Vigo. You don't remember Vigo was in uh, Batman 89? I remember. I remember. Yeah. And then there's this right here. Look. So there's Screen X right here. Now, this is pretty interesting because this seems like it would be something pretty cool, but maybe not for a full-length movie. I don't know. And I saw some people even comment saying that watching a full-length movie got annoying. And I could see it getting annoying, but uh, I would like to see, I don't know, an extended – I would, I, would, I, would, I would enjoy seeing, like, an opening scene for a crazy, big, huge movie in this kind of uh, screen. But I don't know if I'd want to watch the full-on movie like this because it does seem like it would probably get a little wonky after a while. But it is pretty cool. I mean, they've really big-time, big-time – 
extend that screen and extend the shots. I think they need to perfect it. And it almost makes you kind of wonder, maybe this is what James Cameron is going to be working on. He's going to do a, he's going to take this to the next level possibly. And when it comes to avatar two, it'll have like an actual smooth. There won't be any breaks in the screens, but still kind of cool. Still kind of cool. You know, it's not too bad, but, uh, yeah, but I know some people were like, yeah, I saw the Batman like this, and it was annoying. And then, of course, it, you, you get that full-on shot where it's like, oh, yeah, that's definitely Professor X right here. Definitely him. Show him. There he is. Get that. There he is. Yeah. It's not like we didn't know that already. It's not like Patrick Stewart is, like, hiding it at all. Road trip with the besties. That's right. Can you imagine, uh, you know, seeing this car pull up? Man. But uh, to be honest, this guy should be driving over here. Uh, shouldn't Ryan Gosling's character from Drive be driving? I think so. I think so. All right, then what we got? Yeah, blah, 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 baseball stuff, blah, blah, blah. Hey, Mr. James Hong is going to be honored finally. Jeez, I'm surprised he hasn't already been honored because he's been in so many movies, iconic movies. Uh, actor James uh, Hong will be honored with his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on May 10th. So congratulations to Mr. Hong. Oh, yeah, don't talk about just, like, deserved a while ago, but, hey, at least he's getting it, right? So that's good. Congrats to him. I like that. I thought this was funny right here. Yeah, too late to operate. Alien already popping out. Court of Owls. I wonder if there's going to be some Court of Owls when it comes to the Batman sequel. I think there should be. Yep, there's my other shirt right there because it was like a buy one, get one half off. So I have the Let's Give Hugs, and now I have this shirt right here. Two new shirts. Got to show them off, right? And then check this out, guys. I'm sure you guys saw this, but the Corridor crew, man, these guys, they did a whole, they did a Batman. I, I don't know if they're doing like what what exactly or if they're going to be doing like a full length thing or something like that, but this is fucking amazing. Outlaws. Pretty much, you got the Batman trailer. I swear by heaven, all with I'll kill you Batman. all. <laughs> so good. It's so freaking good. I mean, hi. <laughs> I mean, that's how good these guys are, man, I tell you. It even has, like, the everybody. Look at that. Oh, it's so perfect. It is so freaking perfect. And even Matt Reeves complimented it. So I just, it's just kind of funny. They didn't replace Zoe Kravitz. I wonder why. I mean, did they think they were going to get canceled or something? Probably. Um, but, yeah, just I just love how they replace everybody with 66 characters, except for Catwoman, though, you know. And then, of course, he's dancing like that. Just really good stuff. So you guys haven't checked that out, check it out, Corridor guys. I'm doing some good stuff over there. All right, keep going. Uh, this made me laugh right here. This girl right here said, stop making the Paul Dano face. What have you done? Oh, that's a perfect, perfect. <laughs> she was, yeah, let's talk about just, that's a, that's a face right there. Where? Right there. Look at that. She looks just like him right there. My God. Uncanny. Hey, so we all knew this was going to happen, right? And we're just waiting for the news that it's going to be delayed till next year. But the Batgirl movie, uh, I think we can all assume that Batgirl is essentially going to be put in, in the theaters. They're going to put Blue Beetle in movie theaters. Why the fuck would you not put Batgirl in movie theaters? I think they're definitely going to put Batgirl in movie theaters. It's not going to just exclusively be on HBO Max. They're going to put it in theaters. But of course they are. It's got Michael Keaton in it. 
why not? You know? So apparently, Warner, it says right here, this is what's uh, out there right now, Warner Brothers Discovery is considering releasing Batgirl uh, in theaters. For now, the film remains on HBO Max exclusive. Yeah, so it'll be delayed till next year because it has to, because it has to come out after The Flash, or else it just wouldn't make sense why Michael Keaton's there. But yeah, it'll be have a limited release, 45 days. Who knows what the hell they're going to do. But it makes sense. And and then that it just makes me happy because I kept on getting so upset with people, and I even got in it with uh, into it with some people last year when it came to uh, people saying, yeah, see, see, uh, Warner Media, Warner Brothers, are just, they're putting all the people of color on fucking streaming service. They don't want to put them out in movie theaters. Putting all the people of color on, on the streaming service. And I'm like, well, first off, Aquaman says fucking hi. So does Black Adam. I love that. Just ignore certain things so it fits my narrative. And then I was like, but the streaming streaming services are giving more opportunities for these characters. So that's a good thing. And if you want to bitch about it, why don't you tell the actors who are involved, who are getting these opportunities, why don't you bitch at them about it? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're being put on the sidelines and blah, blah, blah. God, I was hating. I was hating that narrative so much to the point where I was like going off on some people. Um, but it's like, but then eventually that yeah, everything's going to just be put in theaters anyway. So that narrative has finally gone away because it crashed and burned because there's no nobody has that anymore. You know, and, and not to mention, again, Aquaman, <laughs> Black Adam. Hello. Yeah. Uh, they're led by people of color. And guess what? They're going to be in the movie theaters. And then, yeah, so it's definitely going to happen. Definitely going to happen. So like it. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll be talking a little bit. Yeah, well, I'll talk a little bit. That that's actually not a good photo right there. I should have unretweeted that. But this is a good photo right here uh, with Hot Toys reenacting, of course, the meme when it comes to the three Spider-Men, like that. This is an awesome uh, piece of art from Moon Knight right there with Mr. Uh, Oscar Isaac, the previously mentioned Mr. Oscar Isaac. This is majestic as shit, man. I saw. I, I, I was looking at this last night, like holy crap. You know, that is interesting. Just a bunch of butterflies. It's a swarm of butterflies. I mean, anything that's a swarm is usually like, you know, you, you, you better run. But when it's butterflies, just take it in. Look up. <clears throat> you know, take it in. Pop an edible. <laughs> yeah, monarch butterflies right there. Pretty interesting. Okay, so can people stop telling me to stop? You know, I, I hear it all the time. You got to get an air fryer. You got to get an air fryer. Well, apparently, 772,000 air fryers recalled after more than 100 catch fire, burn, or melt. Okay, so anybody who keeps on going, you got to get an air fryer. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right now, at least. Now, I, I mean, I get it. My mom has an air fryer. I know people that have air fryers and they love air fryers, but apparently, the air fryers are turning against. They're human overlords, man. So be careful if you have an air fryer. Be careful. We got a new look. Hey, Obi-Wan Kenobi right there. Hey, he's rocking some different clothing right there. He's got a little color in there. He's got some blue. I like it. I like it. Getting a little stylish there. Now, you can't always just wear gray, or gray white, and tan. And you got to up your, up your game a little bit. And uh, speaking of CinemaCon, here we go. We got a nice little long banner of John Wick 4 right here, Chapter 4. Can't wait to see some footage for that. That's going to be good. And, yeah, there's Matt Reeves right there. Ha, this is amazing. That's cool. And then we got, uh, we got our first 
poster right here of the James Wan produced new horror flick called Megan. Um, friendship has evolved. So look at how creepy that looks. My God. My God. How creepy does that look? Yes. I'm here for it. Apparently that poster was, I think, displayed at uh, CinemaCon as well. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home earned well north of $610 million in profit. So, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of profit. It's definitely a lot of profit. Ewan McGregor on facing off with Darth Vader in Obi-Wan Kenobi. When we came to do the scene, I turned around and fucking Darth Vader. I love how he doesn't hold back and he's such a potty mouth. Fucking Darth Vader was coming at me. I'd never acted into Vader's helmet. It scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh, my God, that's not acting. That's real. So talking about that first scene for showdown between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader. Can't wait to see that. I know it's going to piss off the, uh, I don't know, the people that just don't like anything to be, they, I don't know, who knows. It's like watch it first, then criticize it after, at least. You know, just do that. Elisa Vikander, her, uh, her new movie called Irma Vep. I don't know. Uh, it's like a spy type movie. I don't know exactly what she's wearing. I don't even know the story. But, uh, hey, it's Alicia Vikander. That's all, that's all I need. That's all I need. That's all I need. And then look who joined. Oh, that's right. I mean, as much as I'm over the Fast and Furious franchise, I'm over it. And you guys know this. I've said it many times how much I am over the franchise. Hey, that Jason Momoa's in it, maybe, you know. I mean, of course, that'll add to it. That'll, that'll be better. But, yeah, so here's a little shot of him and uh, Charlize Theron. Thank God. Thank God that she's not going to have the bowl cut, the Mo from Three Stooges, like, bowl cut. I did not dig that hair. And anybody else just kind of go like, what the hell did they do to her hair? It was a choice. It was a choice. It definitely was a choice. But, yes, they decided, hey, we're just going to have you have, you know, normal, you know, that kind of hair. But, yeah, talking about this hair right here, I mean, oh, what was that? Wasn't a fan. Was not a fan. So what can he do? Uh, Dave, did he get those shirts at FYE? Yep. That's exactly where I got them, Darren. Exactly where I got them. Here's a look at this fuck. Look at this shit. Okay, this is from um, L Illusionista.cl. That is a creepy and very cool Doctor Strange poster of Wanda with the two kids that don't really exist, you know, kind of thing. My God. Such that that is pretty interesting right there. Hey, JJ Abrams is uh hey, how's that Superman movie coming along? Ah, who gives a fuck? How about a Hot Wheels movie? How about that instead? You know, instead of uh, Justice League Dark, what's going on with that? Or Superman, whatever. No, no. Hot Wheels. So, you know, he's going to produce a Hot Wheels movie. I mean, how long ago did that deal happen with J.J.? And we have gotten dick from it, but we're finally got news of a Hot Wheels movie? All right. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. What can he do? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyways, and then, of course, we'll talk about that. I thought this was cool right here. Smile and release the air cut. David F. Sandberg and James Wan teaming up again uh, for the genre thriller Below for Netflix. That's right. More content coming from Netflix. James Wan will set to produce. So that will probably be something pretty awesome. Yep. And, yeah, 
Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk a little bit about that. Anya Taylor-Joy says she enjoys watching Arrival when I'm feeling very depressed about the state of the world. So she's a woman with taste. Woman with taste. As she should. I haven't watched Arrival in a while. I need to again. Movie's so goddamn good. And then check this out. Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight this Return. version of the Bat Tank presents an intimidating... The War Machine. Look at that display of the War Machine. Look at that. Even the mutants right there. Look at that. You got the dark side right there. My God. Man. Look at that thing. Look at that. Somebody made a scaled model of that thing, man. The sculpting team studies the film and reference. I mean, Jesus. The detail. The detail is so freaking good. And you got Batman sitting on top of it and everything. It's good stuff. So apparently this was a thing over the weekend. Um, uh, yeah, there's like, the, you know, there's always like this hate train for Chris Pratt because I don't know, because he goes to church, I guess. I don't <laughs> He goes to church and I don't know. There's been other things, too, where they always try to they try to cancel Chris Pratt like every like eight and a half weeks. They try to uh, cancel him out. And uh, so a lot of people were, were saying that they should replace um, Chris Pratt as Star-Lord. And a lot of people are saying Patrick Wilson, of course, uh, you know, um, you know, Patrick Wilson is. They were saying that. And then, uh, well, I mean, James Gunn's no stranger of responding on Twitter. But, yeah, James Gunn defends Chris Pratt after Marvel fan fans petition to cancel him again, which is ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, James Gunn came out and said, like, uh, now hear me out. He says, from what? Because of your made up, utterly false beliefs about him for something for something that someone else told you about him that's not true, Chris Pratt would never be replaced as Star-Lord. But if he ever was, we would all be going with him. And then he continues to say he isn't. When it talks about the church, I know the church he currently goes to. Do you? The answer is you don't. But you heard from someone who who heard from someone who heard from someone where he goes to church. So it decided to say, yeah, okay, I believe this terrible thing that I heard online. Yeah, they're saying that you know his church is homophobic, all that stuff. You know how it is that nowadays, but it's just kind of funny because, yeah, it was like a thing that was happening over the weekend where they were trying to cancel him again. And then there was like a viral tweet that was going around saying replace him with Patrick Wilson, which I thought that's dumb. Well, first off, he's over in the D.C. world. He's Orm over here. So sorry, that can't happen. And plus, I can't really see that would not be a good transition as Star-Lord. I'm sorry, that just wouldn't work. But uh, it's just getting kind of no kind of annoying because everybody always says how much of a great guy he is, and nobody really, you know, nobody has complaints about him. There's been it's always just like the the whole cancel culture kind of thing that that keeps on any little thing, like whether it's a shirt that he's wearing or something that you know might have like they take out of context or something like that. But man, they just constantly always want to go after Chris Pratt, and it's just like why? Like what is he doing? Like exactly what is he doing? I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm, it's, did he do blackface? I mean, does he does he have a white hood somewhere in his closet? I mean, what? I mean, is there something like that? I, I, I don't get it. He just to me, it just seems like uh, one of the nicest guys out there. I mean, yeah, he's everywhere. And I wish that studios would stop casting him, especially for voice acting. It's like, hey, can you can you cool it with Chris Pratt? There's other people out there. Sure. But at the same time, I'm like, lay off of him. But yeah. James Gunn kind of went off right there, defending his boy. You know, why not? He should. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, Hayden Christensen, who plays Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader in the Star Wars prequels, teases Vader's potential future after Obi-Wan Kenobi. The extent of the journey, I think, remains to be seen. So, I remember I did a pitch. I said, after watching Rogue One, why aren't they going to do a Vader story? Do an anti-hero kind of Vader story, maybe? I don't know, where he, like another villain comes into the mix and he has to defeat that villain because he needs to be the ultimate villain. I thought that was always like a cool idea to... Why not just further the story of Darth Vader? There's a lot of books out there that have Darth Vader in it. I would gladly watch a series that was Vader-focused, or and there'd be a lot of flashbacking again. I mean, there's so much history with Anakin that we haven't really... I mean, unless you like are a full-on fan of uh, you know Clone Wars and all this stuff, there's just so much that they could do live-action. So I would not be surprised if that is the truth right there. And then speaking of the Batman, the Batman 2 likely to be announced during Warner Brothers panel at CinemaCon tomorrow. So we'll be talking about that tomorrow. Uh, that'll be most likely the main topic of CinemaCon is uh, the beginning of, uh, well, the, the main topic of Film Junkie Live will be CinemaCon since that's pretty much uh, kicking in the gear this week. And uh, Warner Brothers panel will be tomorrow. Uh, you know, we're all kind of wondering where the fuck is the Batman 2 announcement. And I think we're going to finally get it tomorrow at CinemaCon. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yet no JL2. Well, yeah. I mean, there's people. <laughs> yeah, they're going to announce JL2 tomorrow. You know. Ah. Turn that off. There you go. Oh, yeah, guys. Are we okay? Are you guys okay? Are we okay? Did you guys cancel your uh, deactivate your Twitter? Because now, you know, you know, Lex Luthor, I guess, is now, uh, you know, he now owns Twitter. The whole Elon Musk thing. God, talk about just people freaking out about it. I, I mean, meltdowns and everything. I'm just like, okay. Elon Musk. I thought he was making those electric cars that a lot of the people that were complaining that are rich drive, by the way, which is kind of funny. It's like, fuck Elon Musk, but the, you drive his car. Cool. That makes a lot of sense. And then there was like just a lot of people saying that they were going to deactivate Twitter, which uh, that reminds me of when they said when if, if Trump gets reelected again, I'm moving to Canada. It's like the same fucking thing. And it doesn't happen. It's just a bunch of posturing. I don't I don't understand when it comes to this stuff right here, I mean, what do we think is going to happen? It's just, I mean, I guess, I guess people think that what, that, that Elon Musk is going to release a bunch of Nazi bots and like everybody's shit's going to get hacked and it's going to be the end of the world. I, I, I really don't know what's going to, what's to come when it comes to Elon Musk now being, I'm just like, all right, man, just give me the fucking edit button. That's all I want. Just give me the edit button. All right. We're finally going to get that right. Make a good edit button. That's all I need. And maybe some better gifts, right? There's some better gifts out there. Sometimes I can't find a certain GIF, so I have to go look for it on, on Google. That's uh, up the GIF game and up the, uh, you know, and make sure the uh, edit button's there. But, you know, when it comes to Elon Musk, I'm like, the guy's a lot smarter than me. So I'm just going to, like, be like, cool. Do your thing. It's fine. Let's see what happens. I think we'll be okay, folks. I think we'll be okay, but, you know people these days my god all right uh, i think some good my hopefully some good will come out of it i uh, hope some good will come out of it anyways all right so the batman the batman and hbo max now yes i know guys this is all gonna be uh this all was gonna be um 
Samba TV, sadly, because, you know, when it comes to the numbers, they just don't want to release the goddamn numbers sometimes. So, yes, I know. And, and, you know, again, disclaimer when it comes to Samba TV, which, again, I said time and time again, and people still still don't understand what Samba TV actually looks at. They look at smart TVs. That's all they can do. As being a third-party service, they can't look at anything on your phone, tablets, computers i guess too so it's all strictly smart tvs that they gauge these numbers for so they're not like full-on legit and i know like you know when it when it comes to like hey my favorite movie is not on top so therefore these numbers are bullshit let's not do that because i'm tired of seeing that it's like these are just numbers that are broken down by a third-party system that very much do it like this so long as you have that disclaimer out there of like hey this is how they do it this is how they do it but it was interesting to see these numbers uh, when it came to when it came to where it ranks up when it comes to uh, HBO Max. So obviously it's only been a week. So this is all talking about the first week that these movies came out. And pretty much the Batman is now second to Mortal Kombat. What? So many people. I mean, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is still on top. It's still kind of crazy because, you know, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of that movie. But, uh, you know. It's Mortal Kombat. I guess a lot of people were like it. And the fact that it had like a 90-minute runtime, that helps it too. Because obviously when it comes to a movie like The Batman, three hours. Zack Snyder's Justice League, four hours. Yeah, not going to have the greatest numbers when it comes to all that. But yeah, so The Batman basically had 4.1 million VR beats, I guess you could say, clicked on. You know you know how they gauge all that stuff. You know, maybe it wasn't fully watched or anything like that. But 4.1 million is where it stands when it comes to uh, according to these numbers right here. So there you go. And right after that, we got Suicide Squad 3.5. Uh, I love there's a <laughs> there's a dollar sign. What? Uh, seven days such as, yeah, Suicide Squad. And then, of course, you have Wonder Woman 84, which is 3.2. The Matrix Resurrections, also 3.2. Dune, 2.3. And then uh, we have Zack Snyder's Justice League. That was at 2.2, according to them. But, yeah. No one's beating Mortal Kombat at 4.3 million, and it's just kind of crazy when you look at all that. There's really, um, there's really no mention of like Godzilla versus Kong, which I thought there was like a different demographic or different uh, numbers that actually showed that that was huge. But basically, what it's pretty much saying here is, hey, at least the Batman is doing well. But at the same time, guys, I saw like there was like. There was like a couple sites that were comparing the Batman to Zack Snyder's Justice League, saying like, "Oh yeah, look how much Zack looks at look how much the Batman did over Zack Snyder's Justice League." It's like, well, hold on. First off, that's don't compare that because HBO Max was still fairly new when Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, so the subscribers weren't up that high as they are now. Obviously, it's been over a year now. It's been released. Not to mention they got a theater run for 45 days. So it's kind of not fair to compare both of those. You know, I think if Zack Snyder Justice League got released this year, yeah, that first week tally would probably be a lot bigger. But there's also you got to take into account of this too, which when I saw people freaking out about it, I'm like, hey, guys, you guys got to realize HBO Max at first, of course, was just the U.S., just the U.S. That's when, of course, Zack Snyder Justice League got put on there, but only people in the U.S. could see it. But... There was various HBO streaming services like HBO Europe, HBO whatever the fuck, you know, Asia, HBO, and then other places that were holding Zack Snyder's Justice. Like Zack Snyder tried really hard to get that movie out there as much as possible. 
and it was number one, number one, number one, number one, number one, number one. So that's why when you see numbers like this, this is one little, this is one little measurement uh, of, of something. And it's just, just the first measurement we're getting for the Batman. That's why I wanted to talk about it. It's not all legit numbers because, like, again, internationally, there was various different streaming services, and it was just number one when it came to Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm sure the same thing is going to be happening with the Batman, other various streaming services that aren't HBO Max. It's going to be number one, number one, number one. So you got to take into account of all that. Don't, don't, the only good thing is, is like we have these and we have the trades talking about it. We have various sites talking about it. And it's just like that's just going to increase, like, you know, hopefully get the, the hype out there to make sure like, hey, we're going to get this Matt Reeves Batman world with the Penguin, Catwoman and everybody else in the Arkham series and everything. And just make sure that, yeah. It's all going to be good. It's all going to be good. But at the same time, don't freak out just because Zack Snyder's Justice League was lower on the list, even below uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman 84. But, you know, that was the first movie. Take into account that that was the first movie that was released on day and date. Remember, that was the first movie. So, and I remember uh, I remember even talking to relatives where they, they, they got HBO Max just to watch that movie. And then they went, wow, that was bad. And then they said, we're going to cancel it now. And I went, Okay, but but she's gonna be in another movie in a couple months. If you wanna wanna get your service again, it's a bigger movie, and she actually you know does some cool shit. Besides you know have relations with a guy who has the spirit of her old lover in him. Anyways, moving along. Ezra. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. Uh, Ezra Miller. Ezra, Ezra, Ezra. So, uh, this has been something. I mean, obviously, there's not like much. He didn't get arrested again. He didn't anything like that again. And of course, we had a, a good discussion about it, uh, about Ezra on the vodka stream on Friday. If you haven't watched that vodka stream, do yourself a favor. It was just a big party, no special guests, but there was like nine of us there. It was like the old crew was back. It was pretty good stuff, but we, uh, you know, we talked about it. And uh, kudos to Mr. Chris Wong Swenson. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you, Nikki, for the $5 super chat. I love you, too. I love you, too. Um, no, but um, Chris Wong Swenson, first off, uh, and I'll bring up his tweets as well because I wanted to uh, – talk about that but he uh and i and i should have probably clipped it out and should probably and maybe i will clip it out a little bit and uh and maybe i'll add it to uh this part of the clip for tomorrow is uh you know he kind of explained about the the bars that and the and the town that the high hilo 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 that ezra was at and he talked about you know he talked about how there's been complaints there's been complaints and i think even steven found some uh some uh, some reviews of such bars that he went to that there was actually because nowadays, you know, people could just be like, oh, yeah, the reason why it's happening because all those people are bigots. So now nowadays it's like, OK, but are they really? Because sometimes people just throw that shit out there all the time. Apparently, these people are pieces of shit. That bar when we saw Ezra, you know, in front of and they were like keeping them out. Apparently, they're pretty shitty to just tourists in in general. It's like a local dive bar. Uh, you know, and it has military people that go in there and stuff like that. And apparently they don't take too kind to strangers, you know? So, and then of course, if you're a little flamboyant, they don't like you even more. So 
that's out there, which is good. That kind of shows that, okay, maybe it wasn't as, uh, you know, it's not really something that's uh, happening with Ezra. But somebody that he was involved with apparently started uh, putting a bunch of videos out there. I don't know if you guys saw this, but this <laughs> Here's a full-on article right here from the Daily Dot that said uh, um, this this girl who course goes by they and them too. Um, you took every you took everything from me. A young person on TikTok accuses Ezra Miller of being an abuser. Now I don't know if you guys saw the video. I don't really want to show the video because it was kind of weird and dumb. I don't. Know, there was like a video circling around that she was posting that was showing like you know videos and pictures of them together and then of course adding to the fact that he was like oh he's an abuser he's an abuser but at the same time like a lot of the pictures that she took were of him sleeping which was kind of strange but hey interesting but yeah so this whole article kind of breaks it down right here the viral tiktok creator maya solange who uses they them pronouns posted a series of photos allegedly taken in 2019 of themselves and the fantastic b uh beast star the photos, mostly of Solange and Miller spending time together, hinted at an intimate relationship. A video uses the trending sound, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so uh, in the caption, Solange added more context to the alleged relationship. You took everything from me. Ezra Miller is not a good human. And I can finally say so without uh, being terrified. Hashtag abuser. Uh, while the viral TikTok was posted on April 23rd, it seems uh, Maya's story was first shared publicly on Twitter on April 1st. Twitter user Ren, this is somebody else, who also uses the they, them pronouns, shared screenshots of Instagram messages between them and Solange. According to the screenshot and messages, Solange said Miller was off his fucking rocker. Solange also alleged in the messages that Miller once cursed out a person trying to help fix Solange's flight and once and then once misgendered him before sex misgendered them before sex so yeah she said right here that we were having sex one time and he knows i use they them pronouns and still stroked my hair and said good girl mind you i'm 19 okay well 19 it's legal at least uh in another message solange claimed that miller hasn't really threatened them but when they were physical miller would bite the shit out of them so apparently he's a biter. Ezra's a biter. <laughs> yeah, they're posting all this stuff, screenshots, pictures, all this kind of stuff. Hey, Mama Film Junkie with the $20 super chat. Thank you, Mom. Love you. Yeah, TikTok sucks. I stopped, I stopped posing on TikTok. But yeah, she posted her bites on her legs and stuff like that. But what's okay so then we got all this and then this isn't the first time that ren spoken uh has spoken publicly about the actor in fact their instagrams their instagram is dedicated to exposing the actor's alleged harassment against them and others ren's account has been sharing screenshots and messages of alleged stalking behavior as far back as 2017 when they used to run a miller fan blog on tumblr prince ezra miller when reached out for comment ren told the daily dot that miller has ruined their life and made their life a living hell. According to Ren, the celebrity allegedly exhibited stalking behaviors by copying their outfits and sending anonymous asks on Tumblr after they met in 2017. Ren said they attended a Sons of an Illustrious Father concert, a band Miller is a part of that. Oh, I hate it when it does that. No, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so they're saying all this stuff. Ren's Instagram account documented the traps they laid. So she was laying traps, or they were laying traps, I should say. Yeah. 
I get to all that. But anyway, so there's a whole big thing right there. If you go to the Daily Dot, you could see all this. They work overtime and try to silence me. She kept on claiming that stuff. All kinds of things. It sounds bad. It sounds bad, guys. It really does sound bad. But one side of the story. And, you know, there's, now, there's soon going to be information on the other side of the story. Okay? And some of that information has been sent to me. Okay? Ezra's people, Ezra's side, full-on detailed stuff that's going to be probably coming out. I mean, obviously, everything's all hearsay. I mean, <laughs> listen to that stupid Amber Heard's lawyer, you know, talking about hearsay, hearsay all the time. I mean, everything is fucking hearsay. That's what sucks about this whole thing. It's like, how do you know what's true? How do you know what's not? How do you find, like, you know, ironclad truth when it comes to this? Are there pictures, videos, what's happening? You kind of just got to, like, distinguish it yourself. But apparently there's been stuff that has been um, put out or that that's going to be put out there that's going to be from Ezra's side and that's kind of reversing stuff because what's interesting about this as instead of instead of when all this stuff was happening when it came to Ezra when it came to this Mia Solange um, person instead of going to the authorities and going yeah Ezra's an abuser and this that and this here's all this take all this just posting on social media and just causing a hoopla on social media why not actually Go to the authorities to do all that, and I don't know. It just seems kind of weird. It almost seems like, hey, attention over here, attention over here. Not to mention it was weird that a lot of the pictures that she posted in that little video was of him sleeping. It was just kind of strange. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, there's probably been some bad behavior when it comes to Ezra, but also this verification of what I've been saying, too, is the guy is dealing with some shit right now. The person, sorry. No. Ezra's dealing with some shit right now. He's dealing with some shit, okay? He's numbing himself. There is something that is not good. Mental health, of course. We keep talking about it. But tragedy in his life. Pressures, obviously, with the flash, with everything. And then to have all this, to have this crazy stuff where you actually have people, you have people that you interacted with, and then all of a sudden you have a stalking, you know, you have somebody stalking you. I mean... Uh, this Mia Solange girl said that he is that Ezra was st stalking her. I don't. That seems a little strange. Maybe it's vice versa. I mean, according to the other side, yes, it was vice versa. So I don't know when all this information is going to fully come out. I just know that it's going to slowly start coming out. You're, we're going to start hearing stuff on Ezra's side. And like I said, we'll pull up them right now. Uh, when it comes to the other stuff, like um, the bar and everything. Let's see. Chris Wong Swenson, remember, he posted he posted some things right here, which we'll go to it right now. All right, so what are the... Okay, so first off, he posted this right here. Ezra Miller's location context. They were in Honolulu, Chinatown, kicked out of Smith's Union Bar last month. Not really a place for tourists, like most tourists would be at Duke's or something. This is an old dive bar, lots of locals, even homeless, police station a block away. Last week, they were in an old uh, Pioa, Pioa, Pahoa on the big island known as a hippie town. Nice to visit during the day. Kaleo's Bar and Grill was pretty good when I went there. Otherwise, it'd be sketchy at night. Lots of local people 
have been uh, can be aggressively uh, racist towards foreigners, mostly white people, using the term hoyle. I forgot how he said it. He said it on the vodka stream disparagingly, especially if you end up in a in a town, beach, or any locale that aren't tourist friendly. Hawaii is a beautiful is beautiful and awesome, but like every place in the world, there are numerous areas that are not that tourist friendly. Don't ever disrespect uh, Hio here or try to uh, take a lava rock home. Yeah, don't ever take a lava rock home. You can ask my dad about that. Uh, he, he didn't take one, but somebody in his, uh, in his, um, in his crew did when uh, he was doing uh, stuff when he was still in the Army. Do you uh, do your research and plan accordingly unless you want to or, you know, you know not invite trouble? And then uh, Swenson also mentioned right here, uh, not sure if this was known, but Ezra was staying with the, the couple and they were even the ones that released them from jail. Not saying it's any better, but important to note, this isn't random. The couple were their acquaintances and cared enough to bail them out. Yeah, did you guys, the, the couple, you, you can't tell me that the couple ain't swingers. They're fucking swingers, man. <laughs> yeah, they, they totally are. How, did, didn't everybody, I thought, I, was, I wasn't the only one that thought that, right? I can, this couple was a little weird, a little wonky, and then they just dropped the restraining order. And there's something a little fishy about the, this couple. I'm pretty sure that they're fucking swingers. Maybe we could uh, chalk it up for, yeah, they like to do that stuff. Come on in, have some punch. Anyways, so the incident of Lalani Estates is interesting. This is often this is off the beaten path. Private roads, Lalani Avenue is the only public road. Everything else is residents only. Tourism is discouraged, though peeps still go see the lava. Likely Ezra was invited or had an acquaintance here too. So there's a lot of things. We're not, you know, and, and it's not like not like Swenson. It's not like any of us are going like, he's completely innocent. No. But there is a lot of weird stuff, and you really got to take in everything. And it's just everything is so weird about this. Going back to that video that came out on Wednesday, where literally you see Ezra's mugshot on a screen, and then you pan over, and he's over here talking to somebody, to people. Like, what the fuck? What is happening? Is this the real world? Is there really an evil Barry? Like, is there really two of them? It's part of marketing for the Flash, huh? I don't know. It's all very strange. It's all very strange, but we'll see. It's very fishy, very fishy, Diddy. Yeah, Chris coming in and clutch. Yes, that's what was so great about it. I mean, it was like he he was on like a vacation. I think it was his anniversary with uh with his uh with his wife. But he was in the chat, and I was like, hey, Chris, you have the the link if you want to jump on and give us a little update. And he did, and I really uh love that about uh Mr. Swenson. Love love that uh that big bald head of his. Want to kiss it? So it's all very interesting, and I'm telling you, more is going to be coming out. We're going to get more stuff on his side, and like I said, hearing some of the, hearing a lot of that, I'm just kind of going, okay, yes, that couple was sketchy as shit. First off, don't you? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they like they, they, they do some weird shit, man. I mean, come on. Hey, uh, that's what was very strange about that. Even when it comes to the chair incident. Um, I think that's pretty much going to come out that it was deemed an accident. It wasn't like he actually saw, like, I'm going to throw a chair at you like it's fucking WWE, and he was just throwing a chair at some lady. I think it was just didn't see the person there. Chair went up in the air, struck the lady. Again, Ezra is just dealing with a lot of stuff. He needs fucking help. 
Warner Brothers really does need to step in, and maybe they have already. Family has, obviously, of course. But, uh, yeah, he needs to um, definitely go somewhere, relax, do some meditating. He seems like, I mean, obviously, he seems like somebody who would want to, you know, get down, meditate, get in touch with nature, something like that. But, yeah, it's just all not looking good. But hopefully something, the help, Ezra can get the help that he needs before, uh, you know, before the big, huge push for this movie that he's been working on for, like, the last six years that he's starring in. I mean, that's just so much fucking pressure, man. So much pressure. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they can get out of Hawaii. That's right. I don't know if you can right now, Russ. You might be stuck. Dave, your sound effects are louder than uh, you. <coughs> Hurt my ears. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, sometimes the sound effects on there. My bad. Anyways, I'll turn it down a little bit. Anyways, all right, so there you go. There's the Ezra stuff. More to come, hopefully. And then, of course, we have Johnny Depp. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I mean, I tell you one thing. I tell you one thing. When it comes to this, uh, when it comes to this case, people are turning on Amber Heard like crazy. Uh, Alec Baldwin's uh, daughter, uh, Justin Bieber's wife, totally just said, fuck this chick. You know, there's a the whole like uh, it was exposed by the uh, the makeup company that, you know, during the trial, they were saying or there's always been said that Amber Heard would keep like this this con this makeup kit with her at all times to cover up the bruises that Johnny Depp gave her. But according to the timeline and like the the, the look of this makeup kit, it doesn't work. It like the makeup kit came out like two years ago when she was supposedly using this like in 2017 or something like that yeah amber heard sucks <laughs> she does man you know and i you know i've very much tried not to take a side from this but just seeing all the stuff and seeing things like play out you just kind of go ah man johnny really got the shit end of this stick i mean he did because he lost his career he got fired everywhere and she's fucking like you know making aquaman too so when it came to uh what happened today Oh, that's why. I should turn that off. That's probably why it was loud. Sorry. Uh, here's a little article right here from uh, Deadline. <laughs> Johnny Depp ends testimony proclaiming he's victim of domestic abuse uh, of when it comes to all this right here. So second update right here. Johnny Depp ended his testimony in his $50 million defamation trial against Amber Heard on Monday with a declaration that he is the victim of domestic abuse, not her. Yes, the actor said when asked by his lawyer in the final question if he was a victim of domestic abuse. Indirect, Depp was declared that Hurd stood in the way of almost every positive move in his life during their time together up until their divorce, their 2016 divorce. While he admitted last week that Hurd was instrumental in his 2015 detox from opioids, Depp also painted his ex-wife as a potential trigger to a relapse. Depp said that if Heard didn't leave her L.A. residence and check into a bungalow at the Beverly Hills Hotel for several days, I would have gone straight back to the pills. Heard did, in fact, go to the hotel as requested. That's not me. That's not who I have been, Depp said in one of his uh, few uh, succinct Moments summing up the long express claims that he had has been had been physically abusive to Heard from the strategic POV. That is the image of and message Team Depp wants to leave the jury with after a roller coaster of his testimony over the last week. 
So we got all that. Answered the questions, blah, blah, blah. In fact, most of the final. Yeah, so we got all that. But, man, I tell you what. Have you guys been seeing some of this stuff? Like there's been some um, – Amber Heard's lawyer is horrible. 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 I mean, there's like so many different supercuts, and he keeps on saying, well, that's hearsay. I object. That's hearsay. I object. That's hearsay. I don't know if you guys seen those videos. It's been pretty bad. And it's actually been – it's hard not to giggle a little bit because Johnny Depp and his responses have been kind of funny. I mean, there's one time where the, the lawyer literally goes, is it true that you poured a mega pint of wine in the morning? And he was like, mega pint? I mean, a pint is a unit of measurement, okay? What makes it mega? <laughs> Pretty much if you pour more than a pint, it's just no longer a pint. I'm just saying. A mega pint? I mean, I don't know. I pour wine sometimes. I mean, I, do I pour a mega pint of wine? I don't know. It's all been crazy. It was all just weird. So we'll see what happens with it, but it's just Amber Heard's not looking good. It's not looking good. So now we got, obviously, now we also got Aquaman 2 coming out next year, and that's... I just kind of hope they kind of, you know, she's not in it that much. I'm hoping that's the case because poor Jason Momoa. <laughs> poor Jason Momoa. But what can he do? These crazy celebrities and their toxicity. And again, Depp is not out of the water. Not out of the water. He did, you know, he did say bad. I, I just, did, did he actually lay a hand on her? So far, they haven't had any evidence that, that he has. And that's the bad part about what's hap what happens nowadays when it comes to this stuff, because literally you have a recording of Amber Heard saying that, go ahead, Johnny, go ahead and tell people that you're a victim of, of, of domestic abuse. Who's going to believe you? So it's like, oh, so she just thought like, oh, you're just going to get away with it because of me too and everything that's happening. Hashtag believe all women. I'm sorry. Hashtag believe no, not all everybody. I'm sorry. No matter where, where, you, where you're at in a group, you can't believe all of everybody, <laughs> okay? No matter what, there might be a majority of, like, people are good, but there are some bad apples. There are some pieces of shit out there that will take advantage of stuff, and it's sounding like she might be one of them. It's all crazy. Ah, oh, now we got Bill Murray. Don't say it ain't so, Bill. Say it ain't so. But yeah, this uh, this was uh, posted uh, by last week. Aziz uh, Ansari's uh, Being Mortal suspense production following Bill Murray complaint. Filming has stopped on the comedian's feature di directorial debut while Searchlight Pictures conducts an investigation. Searchlight Pictures has suspended production, blah, blah, blah. Uh, THR learned Wednesday night that Disney-backed studio made the decision to put a pause on the shoot following a complaint filed last week and is investigating the matter. A source close to the production told THR Ansari um, and producing partner Yuri Henley are working with Searchlight to figure out the next steps. On Thursday, THR confirmed that the complaints of inappropriate behavior involved Bill Murray. When asked about Murray, Searchlight said it doesn't it doesn't comment on investigations. Deadline first reported the uh, allegations um, specifically involved the actor. So say it ain't so, Bill Murray, but I wanted to ask you guys this. I mean, when it comes to something like this, when you hear something like this, Bill Murray is like 117 years old. I mean, he's, he's an old dude. I mean, obviously he's not that. He's, but he's up there in age, and it's Bill Murray. I mean, was there any – do you think that it was 
real bad appropriate inappropriateness like he was fondling like he smacked an ass or something like that or do you think it's just bill murray saying inappropriate jokes and bill murray maybe just being like a little too maybe flirtatious in his old age and he's just not giving a fuck i mean i kind of chalked it up as maybe it's something like that because you know he's been doing movies for what 40 years now more than that and he you literally if you want him in your movie, you have to like call a certain number, leave a message, and he'll call you back. He's a weird dude. He'll just show up at random parties and everything like that. People post that shit all the time where it's like, Bill Murray is at my party right now, and he's just having fun and whatever the hell. So, well, we. <laughs> all right, so I apparently got to sh- turn down the sound effects. I will. I will. I don't know why they're like extra loud today. Sorry. Sorry, I'll just turn it off. I'll just turn the the next one off. So I don't know why it's acting so. Yeah, but anyways. Yeah, sound effects. All right, everything sounds good. Just turn your volume down. <laughs> it's like, are they that bad? Anyways, now when it comes to Bill Murray, hopefully, 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 um, hopefully this is not going to be something where now Bill Murray is going to get fully canceled. I mean, I don't think he gives a shit because he's. He's Bill Murray, and he's at the, you know, towards the end. He's he's probably not going to care too much, but I just kind of, I'm just kind of wondering. I'm just kind of wondering exactly. Um, I'm just kind of wondering exactly what it was. Was it, is it just the fact that, you know, he was a little flirtatious and he kind of like put his arm around people and he's just like one of those kind of, you know, you always, you know, you meet those kind of guys, you know, especially older gentlemen that get really close and they might just be like, hey, you know, especially when sometimes happen, they, they grab your shoulder, maybe like the back of your neck or something like that. It can get a little uncomfortable, but they mean well. You know, they're old school. Maybe they've had a little bit. Uh, you know, Bill Murray does like the party. I don't know. It's just interesting. I still want to party with Bill Murray if I could. Bill Murray, if you're out there, we'll throw a party. Ghostbusters theme party, and uh, let's have a good time. All right, so that's all the uh, – that's all that right there. I don't even know which where this fur, 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 where's that sound effect. I got to turn that off. Ah, you'll be fine. Let's go to the Twitter questions, huh? Sound effects are drinking uh, are drinking mega pints, <laughs> right? Thank you, uh, thank you, Mr. DJ. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, sir. All right, so let's go to the uh, the Twitter questions. Brace your ears. Okay, let's go to the Twitter questions. Yo, Dave, what do you think about this? Want to be an influencer? Discovery Plus. Hey, Discovery Plus fans, we want to hear from you. Your feedback can help give fans more of what they love. Apply to join our online community and become a Warner Brothers Discovery influencer. No, thanks. I hate that word, influencer. Weird. I just like to be under the influence. <laughs> ah. Andrew, yeah, you guys knock yourself out. If you guys want to do that, that's fine. I'm not going to partake. Um, Andrew Casali, do, uh, did you hear that planned? they planned to have Andrew Garfield as Sony Spider-Man, but he declined, so we're going to get a new Spider-Man actor. The grand plan is a Sinister Six Avengers-style crossover that, at the very least, will star Venom, Vulture, Morbius, and some of these others to fight Spider-Man. They want the Spider-Man to be Holland Spider-Man, but it remains unclear if they're going to work 
that out with Disney and Marvel. The leaks say they approached Andrew Garfield to return to his old spy, uh, Peter Parker role, but he has said no. Given his recent hugely prestigious and successful movie projects, this tracks, and they may retire him and cast a new Spider-Man in his same universe for this. Yeah, a bit confusing. Where is this from? I'd like to know where this is from so I can source it. But I remember hearing something about that, too. I think I saw a tweet. Somebody on a tweet said, like, oh, yeah, Andrew Garfield doesn't want to make he don't want to be Spider-Man anymore after watching Morbius, which, you know, I could see that. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to know where that's from, though. Be interesting. Casual Freeman. I don't know why, but I'm more concerned about Black Adam than The Flash because I heard the former tested kind of poorly with the test audiences. I want to know what you heard about Black Adam's test screening. Yep, I kind of heard that, too. Uh, I heard that it didn't test as well as they were hoping, and there's probably going to be reshoots going to be happening. They're probably currently happening, for all we know. Um, who knows? I, I mean, it's um, – but I hate that shit. You know, that's what sucks about the whole test audiences thing. It's like how are they going to take characters that they relatively don't even know anything about? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's Dwayne Johnson. I'm hoping it's good. It looked good, at least that little preview we got. Mike Soups Kenobi, a slight reprieve from today's insanity. I will never not love Batman's character arc in Batman vs. Superman. Yep. All right, Zack Snyder's Justice League out too. Yeah, yeah. It's a good character arc. It's a very good character arc. I don't know why people even complain about any of that. Cooper Knox, breaking news. The animated Marvel movie has been delayed until next year, which means we'll have to wait a little longer before Twitter flips their crap over what Chris Pratt's Mario voice yeah, what Mario sounds like. It's a me, it's a Mario. I'm telling you, Jared Leto would have been good after watching House of Gucci. It's me, it's a Paolo. Sorry. Uh, I have the question everyone wants answered. Will uh, the Dave the Film Junkie be staying on Twitter? No, man, screw, screw Elon Musk. He's going to invite all the KKK members and all the Nazis. And he's going to say that COVID's a myth. That's what he's going to be doing. I honestly think that some of these people think that. Um, I'm just like, whatever. I'm just, I, I, he's um, one of the smartest men in the world, richest man in the world. Let's just uh, see what he has in store. See what he has in store. He's trying to solve the climate crisis, I thought, at one point. Or he's just trying to get the fuck off this rock. Futuro, do you think Walter Hamada is the one in charge of making those ranks at HBO Max public? No, no, it's Samba TV. Samba TV. Tet, skit idea. Dave is invited to the Rebel Moon set, and every time they start shooting a scene, Dave jumps in asking if it's time for his full frontal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, have some blurred action going on right there. Jacob. Pineapple belongs on everything. I want a pet pineapple. A pet pineapple? You don't want a pet pineapple. This thing's all spiky and sharp. You know, fucking cut your hand. Cut your hand. Okay, just making sure there's nothing bad down there. Ryan, no one is allowed to cancel Bill Murray ever. That goes for Steve Martin as well. If anyone has ever met either knows what 
uh, what since fellas are uh, they are what's uh, nice fellas they are. Side note, I guess Tom Hardy won't be uh, starring in Fast X. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, and the Niner for life. Happy 82nd birthday to the Crown Prince of Gotham right there. Look at that. Sharp. That'd be cool to get a Joker tattoo. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be too shabby. But uh, anyways, so there you go, guys. There's the show. Oh, hi, Mark. Um, anyways, all right, so that's it, guys. That's all I got to talk about today. Like I said, more is going to be coming out with this Ezra Miller stuff. Trust me. There's going to be his side of it all. Um, you know, you just it's just – it's going to slowly pour in. We're going to get his side. And then, of course, you got to make the distinction of what's real, what's not. There's just things that are just strange about the new stuff right there. Like, oh, he's an abuser. He's an abuser. Ezra Miller's an abuser. And, you know, it's just one of those things, too, where it's like, are you just taking advantage of that? The fact that people are just going to believe you automatically and no one's going to, like, look into this thing. It's all very strange. It's all going to be interesting. But more stuff's going to be coming out. So be patient with that. Um, CinemaCon stuff is going to be coming out, so hopefully there'll be some cool shit to talk about tomorrow on Film Junkie Live. And uh, make sure you guys um, will be on top of it. We'll have some fun. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Before you leave, hit that notification bell. Also, um, when you subscribe to the channel, if you want to join, hit the join button, become a member, be part of the, uh, the, the uh, family of members. And of course, the Patreon's also down there too, if you want to be part of that family. Uh, Patreon stream will be coming soon. And then, of course, we got shirts down below. Merchandise, merchandise, merchandise. All right, guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Same time. Same.